0: Good evening. Of one Paul joining us here, Phil.
1: Hello, Paul. How are you?
0: Hi, above. Nice to hear you. It's How strange are you? times. it's um we used to see a lot of you. We used to regularly see you over at the old free library and Dolgathlai doing all your creative work, all that. <laughs> yeah, that seems like uh it, it certainly, certainly does, and in the meantime, you've had to get to grips with all this technology and zooming and all this stuff that can be very frustrating,
2: but is quite. Um... It's it's been a good ah, challenge. challenge. And, and now, for some for some reason, your volume has just gone up to good. Um, it, it, it's it's made a step change, so that's good. I can hear you well. Well,
0: now. yeah. So we are uh, where we have. Up until now, I think we've been able to do some face-to-face um, contact with people. This is coming through us over the wonders of the internet. Indeed,
1: yes, like and that. we are as this as okay. of this moment recording live.
2: So okay, yeah.
0: So, Paul, are you ready for this?
2: I am prepared as if I was on face of <laughs> an interview for a very important. For a very important oh, job. it is
0: always important. What you do is very important. And what we're going to do first is we're going to bring on the mystery voice, which probably won't sound that mysterious, but through the wonders of technology, will become more mysterious as our listeners listen to this, okay? But for the moment, you might just yes, hear a, a fairly
2: recognisable voice. But so if you... This is going to be a little <laughs> bit like... Is this a little bit like Father Christmas turning you know, <laughs>
0: up? There could be children Please. listening. I'm still
2: believing. I still believe in, I still I believe in Father course.
1: Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I know you do, Phil. So um... it's the mental health podcast.
0: There's going to be some quick fire questions and then after that we'll have a little <laughs> chat about maybe have a little chat about the art and craft craft shed that's now become yeah. a craft zoom shed if that's okay with you is that all right Paul? Well, yeah
2: yeah fantastic. yeah that's
0: fantastic so fire away mystery voice first
2: question
1: tea or coffee it's always tea When you feel down, what do you do to cheer yourself up?
2: Now, this is very topical because just as engineers and mechanics and carpenters have a toolbox, I've got a toolbox. Um, And uh, if I'm feeling down, on the odd occasion I feel down, I get my toolbox out. And in that toolbox is, for example, um, I've got a bike in there. um, I've got my swimming gear in there. And importantly, I've got all my craft equipment in there. And um, just as an engineer, would fetch out a spanner to uh, fetch a part of an engine. If I'm feeling down, I'll uh, get on my bike or I might go swimming. Or, importantly, very importantly, um, as from when I was a small child, I'll make something.
1: Have you ever had a nickname? If not, what nickname would you give yourself and why?
2: Um, it's been so many years, almost certainly yes, but I can't recall anything. Um, so I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to pass on that one unless you want to create one Well, I, I have got, a, I have got a, a suggestion actually because w- with the craft group I always think of myself as a farmer now let, let me explain that I always think of myself as a peasant farmer with a, a bag of seed around, around my shoulders walking across a, a freshly ploughed field and I scatter seed uh, some of that seed grows into the most incredible crop so, I uh, in in the form of the work that the, the group do. So, I always think of myself as a farmer. So, let's stay with the farmer.
1: What one thing are you most proud of and why?
2: Um, I... One of the things I absolutely delight in is having clients who think they are useless. And it gives me an immense amount of joy and pride when I see... That they and they realize that they're not useless because of the work they actually are capable of producing. That possibly I didn't suspect, and they certainly didn't suspect. And it happens on a regular basis where um, people do stuff, and I can see the look of surprise and joy in their eyes, and that gives me an immense amount of pleasure. Cake or pasty? Um, I'll have to go, because I'm very conscious of my diet, <laughs> I'll have to go for a uh, half a pasty, please, uh, with brown sauce, and then to follow a half a piece of cake.
1: What's your favourite film?
2: Oh, easy, easy. Back to the future. Um, With a character in there called Doc Emmett Brown. Very, very famous film um, where he's he's transported um, and his sidekick is transported variously into and back to the present time and then back into the future um, with some really fantastic um, consequences of their time travel.
1: What do you do when it's raining?
2: What do I do when it's raining? Um, i reach into my toolbox. Um, If it's raining a lot, one of the things I absolutely love to do is to get on my bike. Now, let me just explain that. When I was a child, uh, one of my very fondest memories was to spend time in a caravan. The the absolute delight of sat there in the warmth with the rain beating on the roof is such a wonderful experience. So I dress up. I've got lots of uh, warm, waterproof clothes, which is my portable caravan. I get on my bike and I absolutely love uh, going out in torrential rain and splashing through puddles.
1: Seaside or Countryside?
2: Uh, Seaside, Um, I've spent, during lockdown, sorry, it was seaside, wasn't it? (laughs) You did say seaside, yeah. Uh, During lockdown, um, during the first lockdown, um, I actually um, went uh, by myself, of course, to obey the rules. Um, for exercise periods down on towing beach, low water, um, hundreds and hundreds of acres of sand in between towing seafront and Abu um, an absolutely beautiful, beautiful stretch of beach, which makes me wonder um, why I ever thought of going abroad for holidays.
0: Paul, thank excellent, you. thank that you very much. Really good, wasn't it? Phil, so, listening, fantastic, Paul's thank you, Paul. There. Very interesting. Uh, one of the things, well, I thought you might have said you were a cake kind of guy because, um, I remember you <laughs> oh, I lots of cakes and scones and um, mince pies, don't forget the mince pies,
2: that's right. Pies yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, I've got I've got two diets. I should really tell you about this. I've got a a diet which consists of or of a correct balance of nutrients and proteins and all this sort of stuff. And then another diet, which (laughs) is basically (laughs) cake.
0: Uh, well I'm afraid I'm swinging towards the cake version of the diet at the moment definitely yes not good but I'm sure I can resolve that at some point Um, really loved hearing what you had to say as well Paul about what made you most proud and I know that that we're really delighted that you do bring out the best in individuals you present them with projects you make them really manageable This was at least during, um, you know, pre-COVID times when we could see what you were doing in the craft shed. You did some remarkable work and lots of creativity going on there with our group of um, clients. And I think they all really, really appreciated what you did. What do you think, you know, it's been a bit more challenging, hasn't it, since uh, we've all been having to deliver services remotely. And I know you've worked really hard on ensuring that you're delivering through Zoom. Uh, I know the nature of all that has changed a little bit. Do you wanna talk a little bit about how you manage that, what you do?
2: Zoom mm. is better than nothing. Mm. I think we all agree on that, but it does re- it does reduce the opportunity or cuts out the opportunity mm-hmm. for personal, what I'll call personal yes, conversation. I,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. Now, having said that, um, it is better than nothing, and it enables us to communicate with people. Um, I won't mention any names, but there are a few people, I suspect, are possibly mm-hmm. lonely. Um, and Zoom gives us the opportunity of at least um, once a fortnight. I think it's really important, and what you've been doing over the course of the last
1: you know, six months um, has been absolutely um, invaluable, as far as we're concerned, to keep um, our communications with people who, as I've said to you before, may may not have spoken to anybody at all for the preceding week, two weeks, month even, um, no. uh, other than to have uh, gone on to it. So, so to give people the opportunity of being involved in an art group uh, like you're running on Zoom, um, is so important for people's mental health. It really is. I,
0: yeah, I think one of the yeah. really, you know, I know I haven't really been a presence during these Zoom sessions, but I'm aware of what's going on and I am always asking, so, well, what did they do this week and who was involved and what kind of um, creativity was coming out? I could just see that people have really embraced that opportunity to to work on a project from one week to the next. It gives them something to think about, something to know that they're going to be sharing with other people. And I know that sometimes attendance is low, sometimes the numbers are a bit higher. I think one of, for me, one of the frustrations is where we've had physical groups, where we have been meeting in a hall, when someone's not very confident about going into that situation, I can say, I will meet you outside or I will meet you beforehand, we'll have a little chat, I'll accompany you into the room. I'll make sure you're settled in and you can fully participate. With Zoom, we're totally reliant on an individual accessing that Zoom session on their own. Yeah. And they haven't got yes. that hand holding. Yeah. While I will, you know, I'll try as hard as I can to talk people through how to access Zoom if they're having an issue on the day talk them through it get them to join in while your session's running but it is far more difficult to give them you know to really give them that proper support to engage so yeah I I can understand the frustrations but I also acknowledge that what you're doing is tremendous and even if it touches only a small number of people it's given giving them a really positive experience week on week
2: yes I yeah, I mean, this last week, um, I, I, don't know, I don't know whether Phil or Eileen, you actually picked up on this, but sometimes the, sometimes things are discovered. It's a little bit like I said about a farmer sowing seed and, and, the, and the seed grows into, into something really good. This last week, something happened, which was a pure chance in that I actually had poems ready. And instead of me reading them out or Cynthia reading them out, I was able to screen share so that the clients oh. read them out. Now, that is the first Mm -hmm. time I've done that. And the results, frankly, I was astonished. Both of the people, um, I gave them them the opportunity to do it. I didn't say, do it. I said, would you like to do it? And both of them said, yes, please. Now, both of them read the poems out Mm. faultlessly. They really did do a really excellent job. And even... Now, I think each each one and I'm going to do this again because, you know, I keep using I've used this metaphor before. A bucket of sand is made up of grains of sand. And each time a client does something successfully, like read a poem out, okay, small group, that doesn't matter. Each time they read something out or that they accomplish a task, it's a grain of sand in that bucket.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure. With some of the clients, the cumulative effect of doing these little things and getting a compliment for yeah. it, I, I think it's probably immeasurable mm-hmm. in terms of their stature. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that if you if you if they were sat in front of you, you'd, when they've completed a test, you'd probably see the shoulders go back, the smiling, yeah, yeah, yep. and and I'm sure and and that that last week, which which was completely accidental, that. Is now in the armory of things which we will do every week. Ask people, invite people to reach yeah, out, um, because I I hadn't even thought that it. I, I'd give it no thought. It was such a simple mm, idea. I think you're absolutely
0: right, and I think what you do to instill confidence and to help people boost their self-esteem is is really good. It's really important, and I know that one of the um, other events which again pre-Covid because we do need to sort of reflect back on the work that you did during those days when we could meet face to face and one of the things that um, we did for a few years was to hold a Christmas fair and I know you worked really hard with the group they produced some magnificent items all sorts of craft Creations, ideas that you had come up with, but you made them totally accessible. everyone felt a great sense of satisfaction at what they'd achieved in terms of the items they produced. They then you know we we really pushed them quite hard sometimes to face the public to man their stalls or people their stalls yeah. and um, yeah. sell their goodies, which went down remarkably well. Um, You know, we're going to be heading towards Christmas this year. And sadly, I don't think events like that will be taking place. But those are the things that I think really helped that coming together, people would see their projects develop throughout the year, they would amass this supply we'd have a little store cupboard that was filling up in fact i think my office yeah. was filling up with stuff that yeah. was going yeah. to go towards the christmas fair and that was just such a nice kind of time of year and a, a real sense of satisfaction
2: just just picking up on on something an expression you use there i think you said something like that they that, that were pushed hard to to you know man, man the stalls i think you said I think that I was pleasantly surprised at how well they responded mm. to being pushed into into the manufacture of it. Mm. I think they responded very I well to that. The, um, I think um, it's the
1: opportunity to collaborate. It's it's very much like you, Eileen, was saying earlier, um, that I, and indeed how you were saying how how just uh, the opportunity of reading out somebody else's poem um, is is a real opportunity to collaborate. And, and, and to have an input into what's going on. It's a bit like uh, when we discussed the idea of you ca- continuing with the uh, plasticine um, creations that you do whilst you're actually
2: live on Zoom. So, what's so, going on yeah, with the plasticine? Yeah, sure. yeah. Tell
0: me a bit more about the
2: plasticine. Okay, so um, the, 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 the thoughts behind this is that um, you can use your hands, I mean, with all the craft, you can you use your hands almost independently of, of of your brain. So the idea with this is that you, if last week, for example, uh, because it was Halloween, that the the mold the molding project was a, was um, a bat, and so people right from the beginning they were put they were actually modeling um, a, a bat, mm. um, and um, people were chatting away, uh, people were doing all sorts of stuff, and the hands mm. are still working. Um, the only person who needed a great deal of help on it was me because i I suddenly, real, I suddenly realized i've got no idea at all of the shape <laughs> of the bat. so uh, i mean one, one of the benefits of being on zoom is that i can screen share um and i can actually go into google get a picture of a bat put it on the screen so that everybody can see what a yes. bat looks like but um so each week we have a topic um uh, we, we've done lots and lots of um uh, you know it might be houses um, everybody's got a little pack of plasticine there. So while we're chatting away, everybody's uh, busy with the hands uh mm. making something. And then what we do, we have a, a, a midway uh showing of our of our efforts and then a final um a, a final presentation of what everybody's mm. done.
0: There we go. That was a good episode, wasn't it, Phil? Yes,
1: very enjoyable. I've enjoyed that one.
0: Thank we you. had Paul chatting about our art and craft Zoom and One of my favourite, my very favourite Christmas decorations is a little Christmas tree that I think they made them before last year's Christmas craft fair. And it's a wooden kind of um, cut out to wooden Christmas tree shapes um, slotted together to make a very small standing tree that's been beautifully painted look like it has baubles on it with a little red pom-pom on top and some lovely little sparkly lights and that will be adorning my christmas table this year
1: and with any luck if you go to our instagram page and feed we may well be able to post a picture of the tree which you've just described on our instagram Ah,
0: now that is a very good idea i think we'll have that up there before the podcast and our instagram um
1: address is
0: yes so find our instagram page on we can get through this pod and if you want to leave a message on there if you're interested in joining our zoom craft group then by all means you can contact us through instagram or on our website at
1: www.tanamine.org.uk that's
0: great so yes it's going to be a strange year this year no christmas fairs no Christmas markets, all a little bit more quiet, Uh, maybe not the usual frenzy in the run-up to Christmas, Um, so you know hopefully everyone's keeping calm. There are some lovely creative ideas out there, making homemade gifts is a wonderful way of sharing some love and joy of the festive season. Um, We've had some good tips there from Paul and all that is left for tonight's episode is for the lovely bit of ukulele playing wow, that we're expecting. We hope it's going to be lovely. So
1: bring it away, okay, Phil. We'll do some what tuning. are you going
0: to play for us tonight? Well, I
1: think again, I'll, I'll allow you to see if you can spot it. I um, think
0: you may need to tell us.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> this is going to be, this is a mashup, believe it or not, a mash-up, folks, between Rudy and The Tide Is High.
0: Oh, oh. So hope,
1: hopefully people out there will know it by, by the specials and blondies, respectively. Specials.
0: Oh, the specials and blondie. So we will
1: uh, just do a, little a bit of tuning up, up, which everyone's getting used to now. Yep,
0: sounds in tune to me. But and who am I to say?
1: off we go. So, starting from now. Bye-bye.